Hello, and welcome back to the Dragon Hermit Podcast. A podcast where I, your humble host, Dragon Hermit, play various games, various TTRPGs by myself, showing people that they can still have fun by themselves. They don't need to worry so much about scheduling sometimes. If you need a quick fix, there's always something for you. Previously, we had wrapped up the first Gunting Crawl of the player unknown in the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition using Solo Adventures toolkit. In today's episode, I'd like to change things up a little bit and start down a different path for a few weeks. Part of my inspiration for this is that tomorrow, the day after I record this podcast, it's Halloween. All Hallows Eve. That most horrifying and crazy holiday. And speaking of horrifying, the game that I'm going to be playing is called Horrify. Allow me to give you a little background. The Horrified is a game produced by Ravenwood. It was created by an indie creator. And the idea is that you are monster hunters trying to put a stop to a monster and save the villagers. Now there are two versions of Horrifying. You can buy both at Target and on Amazon and several other places. Or if you have a preference of monsters, you can buy one or the other. The first one they produced covers ancient village being harrowed by Dracula, Frankenstein and his bride, Wolfman, the Invisible Man, the creature from the Black Lagoon, or the mummy. The one I'm going to be playing today is American Monsters, Cryptids. And it involves Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, Mothman, the Ozark Howler, the Badlands Banshee, or El Chupacab, the legendary goat sucker. In the classic version, you are just a humble monster hunter of some kind. None of the characters that you play actually have names. They're just roles that you play in trying to stop the monster. In this, the American monsters with cryptids, you are a someone that has been recruited by the Federal Bureau of Paranormal Investigation, the FBI, in order to stop a cryptid from destroying the town. In both versions, pay attention to the game voice. For example, in this one, the back of the game board actually has a map of the United States, scripted origins and sites of interest, as well as an urgent memo from the Federal Bureau of Paranormal Investigation to you. I'm not going to read it on the podcast because I don't know what kind of rights I might violate. I also don't want to read it because I want you, if you purchase the game, to read it for yourself. I want you to experience that firsthand. Now, these games are quite nice. They are set up with rules. It's quite a pamphlet of rules. And as a heads up, it does take a minute to learn the rules right off from the beginning. But once you get the hang of it, it gets a little faster and more easier. I am going to modify the rules a little in how I play 
just to make it a little more interesting for the podcast. But give you a little rundown. Both games, both versions, can be played with anywhere from one to five players. There are solo rules that you can play against the monsters and try to save the village yourself. It also offers varying varying difficulty levels when you go to play. Because you're not always playing the same game more than once. There's a lot of random elements to the game as well that make, even if you play against the same monster twice, you may not have the same game twice. It's a very fascinating game. There is a recommendation for when you play your first game, both in the classic and in the American monster. So you don't have to buy them in any specific order. And then they have difficulty of novice, standard, and challenging, where you play anywhere from two to four monsters. I am going to attempt to role play out what I do in these various games as I play through these Monster of the Week styles. So bear with me as we, as I teach you the game a little bit and have a little fun myself. So to start off, you have, in American Monsters, you have seven uh, agents, investigators, heroes, however you want to look at it. But I'm going to roll, in a typical game, you would shuffle up the cards and then people would keep one at random. And then you'd play off that character. I myself am going to roll a d8. One through seven will dictate which card I choose. Eight will mean I choose at random. Let's see who I'm playing as today. Oh, we're playing as the Psyche. Now, something you'll learn as you read through the rules and stuff, every character has a special action. Something that they can do, no other character can do. The Psychic's special action is that she can place your investigator, place your investigator in any location with another investigator. She knows where the others are. <laughs> they also, every, every investigator, as they are called here, has a certain number of actions. A psychic can do four actions in a turn. So we'll have some fun with they also have a starting location, which I will tell you when we get further in go to play the actual game. Up next, we are going to pick our monsters. There are six monsters. I am going to roll a d6 to choose them. In general, the rules say you can either choose whatever you want or choose in whatever way you want. Be aware that the varying monsters do have varying difficulties. I do believe, let's see here, I have my rule set here. At the back of the rule set, there are detailed instructions about each monster and their uh, varying difficulties. They vary from Low complexity, all the way up to high difficulty, Bigfoot and the Jersey Devil. It just depends on what all you need to do against them. But for our purposes of the episode today, we are going to roll E6 and find out what monster. Three. Six. 
Let us see who our monsters are. We are going to go against the Ozark Howler. And the Banshee of the Badlands. Alrighty. Come to me a second while I put it away. Alrighty. Let's get into some things here. So, first some disclaimers. I am not going to play with the monster. I am not going to give you every possible possibility. There are millions. As I stated, not all games are going to be the same. It all depends on where things land, because you've got items, you've got monster cards, you've got perk cards, depends on who you play with. All sorts of things can change the game in so many ways. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play through the various difficulties. I'm going to play through each set, both American Monsters Now and the original, and I'm going to just kind of create a story for you from how things play out. And if you want to know more, you want to learn about all the monsters, buy the games. Highly recommend them. My wife even likes these games. So, Start off. A little backstory on our monster. The Banshee of the Badlands. From the hellish barren cliffs of South Dakota comes the Banshee of the Badlands, and her eerie skeletal violinists who lure unsuspecting travelers to their doom with their mesmerizing melodies and unearthly wails. Banshee starts cemetery. We put our violin on the first violin spot on our modest map. Next, we have the Ozark Howler. The elusive and terrifying Ozark Howler marks anyone who sees it for death, making its victim susceptible to bad luck and twists of fate. We have an abandoned mine token overlay that we place on the abandoned mine. We place the Ozark Howler, oh, we place the Ozark Howler figure at the trailhead. Let's see. The trailhead. We turn the five Ozark Howler Cracker tokens face down and mix them up. I'm not really going to mix them up because they're already thoroughly mixed. I have no idea what one is what. We then take three of these and place three of these tokens face down on the Howler's monster mat in the locations. One, two, know a little more about what I'm doing and what I'm talking about. Again, purchase the game. Will not tell you everything. I'm just going to read some instructions and then proceed to the story. Alright. These tracker tokens will create the trail we need to follow to find the Ozark. We place the remaining nearby. And we have death mark token that we place next to the map as well. Oh boy, death mark token. Alrighty. So I will keep this little instruction manual handy and I might pause occasionally to uh, figure some stuff out. Alrighty. So without further ado, let us start the story as best as I can. Mind you, I am not a professional. I'm still fairly new to podcasting and a few other things, so 
please be aware that the no easy on work with. Welcome to Cross a simple uh, mountain town next to a lake with some rivers that run through it. You've got a mansion, a campground, a ranger station, the usual forest camping accoutrements. You've got a very simple town with a high school. The high school has a stadium. You have a resort for the lake. Your sheriff's station, the town center, a few places to eat and drink, a place to buy stuff, get gas, a hospital, and of course, a farm and a cemetery. Enter our character. A humble sight. Um, let's call her Madame Rosemary. So, Madame Rosemerta enters the town, and she goes straight to the mansion to find out what's up, what's going on. While she is at the mount mansion, one of our humble benefactors of the town tells her about how the town is being terrorized by a banshee and the Ozark Howler. She just looks him in the eye and says, Obviously, I know that. Psychic. Oh. That is where we will start. She tells the humble benefactor that she will get started on it right away. Real quick, there's one other thing I need to set up placing items on the board for our Madame Rosemary to go after. I will be right back. Don't want to give everything away, like I said. Alrighty, folks. Uh, <laughs> I could go back and retcon all this, change out my uh, recordings, but I'm not using the best um, software. I'm using what I have access to. I had not looked at the solo play just yet. According to the solo play, I cannot play as our Madame Rosemerta, the psychic. So here in a second, we will roll to see who I play as instead. And we'll kind of uh, role play and retcon this a little bit, because I do have an idea of how to switch it out. So bear with me. Alright. Since I cannot play as the psychic, which I didn't realize, I forgot that there was a character you can't play it by yourself. I'm going to roll another d6. We're going to choose another character. And then I'm going to role play how wrote Madame Rosemerta gets picked out for our other character. Four. The Mountain Map. Mountain Man's special action is place your investigator We can place our investigator in any space. He only has three actions. Alrighty. This is going to be fun. Alrighty. As Madame Rosemerta goes to exit the mansion, her humble benefactor looks up. As she goes to exit the mansion, in walks our mountain man. To deliver some fish to our benevolent benefactor at the mansion. As he walks in, the benefactor looks up and says, Wait a minute, did you just say that you're a psychic, Madame? We don't need a psychic here. Why don't you... I'll find a way to pay you and you go on and head out. 
Jerry, lovely to see you. Thank you for bringing dinner. I need you to get down to the ranger station as soon as possible. We've got a monster problem. Jerry looks at the benefactor. Right away. It's just down the road. Why not? I'll take these down to the kitchen and then head out there right away. And he does just that. He runs down to the kitchen, drops off the fish. While he's doing that, Adam Rosmerta takes off in a bit of a hop. She's not exactly happy to be shooed away, but she understands. She works better in a team. And Jerry, our mountain man, heads to the ranger station. While he's heading to the ranger station, I will put in his name. Alright, so our, our mountain man heads to the ranger station. He knows he's not a very trusted man. He knows he has noted. Uh, it hasn't gone unnoticed to Jerry that the town seems to be a little on edge, a little more than usual. There's a bit of a terror, lingering terror throughout the town. He heads to the ranger station and. Go, pardon me. There's one other thing I gotta do. Alright. Let's do this together a little bit. So, for starters, uh, while Jerry is talking to the local ranger about what's going on, he's thinking about how to set a trap. That is the perk card that we get. You all understand perk cards once you actually play the game. Uh, this perk card allows me to move any monster to three locations. It directly references the Chupacabra and every advantage of perk card references one monster where you can do something really crazy or there's a secondary action. So, he's thinking about how to set a trap. While he's doing that, we're going to place 12 item tokens at various locations. Every item, there are three kinds of items. There are items, Animals, survival items, and actual items. Yes. Physical items, survival items, and animals. So, we have a physical item, a baseball bat, which Jerry can find at the stadium. We have some binoculars that Jerry can find at the city hall. We have a deer that he can find near the watering hole. A wolf that he will find near the cabin. A rifle, a physical item, that he will find at the bait shop. A protective vest that he will find at the sheriff's station. We have a bottle of poison that you'll find at the bait shop. A shovel that you can find at the town center. A goat that you can find at the general store. A fishing pole that you can find at the bait shop. And a knife that you can find at the tavern. One more item. Each game comes with a lovely little bag. The original, the first one, the classic monsters, comes with a cloth bag. This one comes with a nice little canvas bag for your items to be randomly drawn out of. We have a goat at the high school. Strange, but it's possible. You never know with small towns, right? So Jerry's at the ranger station, thinking about how to set a trap for the monsters. 
And let's see. Monsters dossiers in fact construction and see what is Jerry Jerry's focus. So of course with Banshee he's trying to get some items, get to her so that he can save himself from the skeleton before giving her a good whack and banishing her. The Ozark Howler, as he reads through its dossier. Okay, gotta get to the mine to reveal some stuff to track it. We need items to do that. We need to reveal them first in order to know what we're doing. wants to either get the abandoned mine or find where the banshee is so that he can uh, save himself a little from her. Jerry, of course, knows where the abandoned mine is. Now it's a little closer to the ranger station than anything else, so he's going to move four. And it's, uh, he actually only has three actions. So he's going to move three spaces. Actually, no, you know what? He can use a special action. So Jerry is going to pop himself over to the abandoned mine where he's going to reveal a token as to how to track the house. So we need to get some physical items, power adding up to five or more, to make our first step in tracking the Ozark. So that's two actions on Jerry's part. Uh, Jerry's just gonna... He knows there's some powerful items over at the stadium. He's gonna pop over at the school stadium, and he's gonna steal a bat. And that is that for Jerry's turn. Up next, the monsters get to take a move. In this game, there is a deck of monster cards. When it is monster phase, you draw one of those cards. On the card, it tells you how many items draw from the bag and put on the board. You've got a pickaxe that is going to count down and some binoculars that are, will be at the stadium. Our monster action, we have a special event for the monster. We've got the Banshee of the Badlands Haunted Music. So while Jerry is sitting at the stadium, uh, breaking into the stadium, finding the bat, that he's gonna steal. Here's some hauntingly eerie music. It eventually fades away. He's not drawn for the banshee, but he heard the music. And he knows something's not right and he feels a little bit clammy. Like something walked over his brain. 
And then finally we have Monster Act. In this case, the card has... So these cards have symbols that represent each monster. None of these monsters are on the board that are on this card. If there was a monster that was on the board that was on the card, it would move a certain number of spaces that the card indicates. And if they were to encounter a citizen or a hero, they would roll dice, special dice that come with the game, and attack. But in this case, Jerry just hears the, the music of the banshee. He has a shiver run down his spine like he's one step closer to death. And then a twister. So, we got lucky in getting Jerry. Being able to place himself wherever he wants for a special action. So now Jerry's going to pop back to the abandoned mine. And he's going to use the baseball bat to track the Ozark. A little further. He's then going to use his last action to reveal another. Alright. Next, the monsters. A mysterious person. Drops off a pickaxe at the ranger station. And... A helmet at the stadium. The helmet was probably in repair. The special event is in regard to the Chupacabra. Not on our board. Ah, but the Badland Banshees just move one space closer to our hero. The Ozark Howler gets to move one space closer. And that's it. So as Jerry is in the abandoned mine figuring out how to track the Ozark Howler and where it went, he hears the Howler howling. He hears the wails of the Banshee as they get closer. Up next, Jerry is going to hop back to the stadium in it where he remembers seeing a pair of binoculars and a helmet. He's gonna grab those. And pop back to the abandoned mine. Monsters. Well, Jerry's at the mine, figuring out some more stuff about the Ozark Howler. Somebody drops off a pig at the town center and a walking stick at the motel. Alright. We then have the Cross Creek citizen, the salesman. Willie makes an appearance on the board. Willie Walks into town, goes straight to the hotel, get a good night's rest. We'll take care of Willie a little bit later. Ah, here's the first time we see the Frenzy Monster. Play the game, read the rules, understand what it references. In this case, our, our abandoned Badland Banshee. Goes a little berserk, becomes frenzied, moves two squares closer to people. Passes by City Hall into the high school. And then Jerry Figures out a little more about where the Ozark Tower is.
then he jumps to Willy. Now it's the monster's turn. Well, Jerry finds his way to Willy. Because he heard Willy was in town. He thought he'd go get Go help Willie get him where he needs to go. And while he's doing that, somebody drops off a goat. A mischievous teenager drops a goat off at the stadium. Maybe they thought it'd mow the grass or something. Who knows? And someone drops a goat off at the cemetery. Mothman goes out. He's not involved. Badlands Banshee moves away from the high school into the intersection. The Ozark Howler moves away from the ranger station into the toward the diner. And then And at this point, Billy, our good pal Jerry, the mountain man, is gonna yeah, he'll pick up a walking stick. And then he'll move to the sheriff's station where he will pick up a protective vest. Well, our mountain man, Jerry, walks Willie to the sheriff's station. Somebody drops off a pocket knife at the general store. Somebody, uh, and then they drop off a knife at the gas station. I almost feel like there's a roaming traveling salesman selling knives everywhere. And then somebody drops a shovel back off at the cemetery. Some mischievous teenager stole a shovel for who knows what reason. And then they decided to put it back. And then Mountain Man Jerry finds out that Marie, the soda drink, is at the general store and needs some help. At which point Finding nobody at the motel, it gets frenzied. It's a little mad. He glides on through to the sheriff's station, where he finds Jerry and Willie. attacks. Jerry, wearing his protective vest, jumps in front of the monster, takes the hit, and is saved. At this point, Jerry remembers that he had set a trap for the Ozark Howler, and it moves. One. It gets pulled through Town center. Gary then grabs a hold of Willie after 
the banshee attacks. He grabs hold of Willie and takes him to the high school. Takes him through to the city hall. While he was at the high school, he grabbed the goat. Gary's trap pulled the Ozark Cavalier back to the trail. Alright, now it's the monster's turn. Nobody's delivering anything this late at night. We don't have a Jersey Devil. And the Banshee pursues Jerry and Willie to the high school. It doesn't find them. They've already moved on. At which point, Jerry gets Willie to the tavern says, stay here, I don't care if you drink yourself stupid, don't be, don't leave the tavern, you shouldn't be out it. Then grabs the knife that is at the tavern and jumps over to the general store with Marie. The monsters are on the move again. Somebody drops a coat off at the diner. And somebody drops a wolf off at the cemetery. Oh no, the wolf is going to eat the goat. Probably not. They'll get him. Alrighty. Don't have Bigfoot. Don't have Chupacabra. Alright. So that's it for the monsters. They just laze about. Gary picks up a pocket knife. Grabs the leash on a goat that are a general store for whatever reason. He then grabs Marie's hand, takes her through to the diner, where he grabs another goat. And the monsters. No deliveries. No monster special. Banshee glides on through to City Hall after Jerry and Marie. And the Ozark Howler leaves the trailhead for the ranger station. Then our good pal Jerry goes through to the tavern, City Hall. And then through to the town center, dropping off Marie. Tells her to get inside a home nearby and wait out the monsters. You're supposed to drop perk cards every time you take somebody to their location. I've got to do that. So. Monsters. There's a delivery, two items. Somebody drops off a flashlight at the high school and a pocket knife at the gas station. Banshee glides on through to the town center after Jerry. Yozark Howler glides on down to the diner. Not finding anybody. He's mad, but he can't do anything. Our banshee. Frustrated that our mountain man Jerry 
has eluded her so many times and took her meal of Willie. Let's out the harshest scream ever at him. Jerry throws a goat at her and a pocket knife and saves himself. That is the monster. Jerry, having saved the villagers, first throws a knife at the banshee. Just need one symbol. Jerry grabs the leash of a pig and picks up a shovel that is sitting in there on in the gazebo at the town center. Grabs those up and using his magical mountaineering abilities, pops over to the uh, abandoned mine to get as far away from the monsters as possible. And it's our monster. We have a delivery of three items. Somebody drops off a handsaw back at the campground. A torch at the cabin. And a new protective vest at the sheriff's station. Because Jerry had the, got the other one all shredded. And Damn it, Jerry. And then Jerry finds out that Sydney, the bellhop, wound up at the resort. Why she's at the resort at a time like this, nobody knows. And then the banshee makes a movement toward an intersection. Heading for sick. Alright. First, Jerry finally figures out where in the hell the Ozark Howler is. Fully tracked and hunted the beast. Having done that, he pops over to Sydney. Grabbing an ATV out of the shed of the resort. He tells Sydney to hop on. And they go zooming past the Banshee in the intersection. Past the high school, through another intersection, to the motel. Where Sydney, where he drops Sydney off, tells her, get inside, stop. People need to stop going outside. And he himself is going to take shelter. We're going to skip the next monster phase. Monster phase. And two items are going to be delivered. A goat, another goat to the high school. Damn teenagers. And a walking stick at the motel. All right. So let's see what we got here. Jerry picks up the walking stick. Hops over to the sheriff's station, grabs the protective vest. And then hightails it to the ranger station. Monsters. 
get a delivery of two items. Walkie-talkie at the ranger station and a pistol at the sheriff's station. Finally getting those guns. Oh no! Replace any Yozar Cowler dead end. Well, Jerry is trying to figure out. Well, Jerry is on it, the tail of the Yozar Cowler. He's about to hunt him down and capture him. Suddenly, he realizes he got something wrong. This card reads that you replace any empty. Trail spot with a new face down track token, and the player gains a death Oh no! Oh Jerry, mock death. All right. And then the banshee glides on up to the high school. And then the Banshee glides on over to City Hall, where it waits. Gary picks up a walkie-talkie and a pickaxe from the ranger station. He then, realizing his mistake at egg with the Ozark Howler, pops back over to the abandoned mine. Decided to step out of the ranger station, see what's going on. She's noticed Jerry swing by a few times. She's sure something else has swung by the ranger station a couple times as well. She's not sure, so she's just decided to poke her head out. As she steps out of the ranger station, flashing her flashlight around, she happens to enrage and frenzy the Ozark Howler. Everybody else is safe and secure. Nobody else can. But the Ozark Howler. Makes its way back to the ranger station. Take on Ranger Elena. Let's see if he hurts her. Yeah. He takes out Ranger Elena. Town becomes more fearful. If even a park ranger isn't safe. Who is safe? Alright. Here, here's about Ranger Elena. He quickly moves to a cabin. The nearby cabin. He picks up a bear trap, a torch, and the wolf it's there. He then moves back to the abandoned mine. Monsters. Delivery. Two items. Be right back, folks. Alright, so getting back to the, what we were doing. We get a delivery of two items. 
somebody drops off a compass at the city hall and a fishing pole at the tavern. Why people are dropping off fishing poles at the tavern? I don't know. But that's where they may, may drop it off. Maybe, it, maybe the tavern owner wants to go fishing. And then the Ozark Howler moves back on down to the diner. Having finished off the ranger, he then moves over to the gas station in a frenzy. Gary uses a pickaxe and a pig to further track the Ozark Cowboy. He then pops over to the gas station. Yeah, he's figured out that it's at the gas station. He pops over to the gas station where he throw it at, beats the monster into submission with a walkie stick, a shovel, and a goat. And the Ozark Howler is taken out. Now he just has to deal with the Banshee. Alrighty. monster's turn. Hopefully the Banshee doesn't get Jerry. We have a delivery of three items. A pickaxe is dropped off at the ranger station and Ranger Elena really could have used that, couldn't she? Shovel is dropped off at the town center. Are we breaking some new ground on another big statue? Hmm. Let's see. And another walking stick is dropped off at the motel. Motel, hotel, Yeah, that really went in my head. And then, Councilman Jimmy, in his wheelchair, arrives at the town, at the city hall, with the Banshee. Now, man, Jerry's just thinking, what in the hell are these people thinking? There are monsters about, and they're showing up at the weirdest places, sometimes with the monsters. Oh, and Jimmy gets attacked. Yep, Jimmy gets taken out. People hear about J Councilman Jimmy getting attacked at the uh, city hall. Is there seriously nowhere that's safe? Everybody becomes even more terrified. But before the Banshee can do much, our mountain man Jerry runs to the city hall where he throws on his protective vest and throws a torch down at the Banshee's feet and takes out the Badlands Banshee and her skeletal companion. That is the end of the monsters in today's game. Hopefully, after this description of the game and certain things about the game. The next few episodes will go a little smoother. In the next game we shall uh, try out somebody else. Or maybe we'll get Mountain Man Jerry again. We'll, we'll see in the next episode. We will also see what three monsters our next adventure, our next investigator will take on. Will it go as smoothly Will the town become just as terrified? You'll have to tune in next time to find out. But until then, I highly recommend that you check out this game by, produced by Ravensburger. Horrifying American Monsters.
I hope you enjoyed that game. And I hope you'll forgive me for the mind-numbing moments. I'm still figuring out ways to fill the void, fill the silence. If you're listening, if you've started listening to my podcast and you've gotten this far and you've gotten through this episode, I humbly request that maybe you support me. I'm still trying to figure out ways to give back to those those who support me. I know in the least I'll give you a shout out in the next episode saying that you are a supporter and that I've been sponsored by you. Other than that, I still need to figure out some things. But if you go to my Twitter, at Williams underscore J, just the letter, Ryu. R-Y-U. You will find a link tree in my bio with all sorts of stuff. I did another podcast that I do and all the various ways that you can donate money to me so that I can buy more game materials, do all sorts of fun stuff. Until next week when we attempt this again. I hope I hope that you support Ravensburger and buy this game. Have some fun with the kids. I also hope that you have a fun Halloween. Until next time, listeners. This is the Dragon Hermit signing off. Until we return to Cross Creek. Good night. Enjoy. Bye.